Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. It's the last on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah, you got All right, my friends, we are halfway home on a Thursday. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I'm still uh, reeling from uh, Ben Boras's appearance. It was uh, spectacular. Chances are pretty good if you missed it. We're going to replay it at 9.35. He actually forgot one uh, as well. That's mark of a uh, – it's a new guy. Yeah. You know, new guy in the office. Rookie. Got excited, rookie. And uh, but the rest of them were certainly spectacular. Uh, ben Boras, the newest newest member of Scott Boris Boris Corp, the low man, as it were. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel, executive producer. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. Really, really well. God, burps. Yeah. Really well done. Thank you on that. Thank you. Uh, we just mentioned Shohei Otani. Just had a little Shohei Otani announcement on his Instagram. An announcement. You An said. O announcement you for Shohei Otani. You cannot stop. <laughs> he is donating 60,000 baseball gloves to every elementary school in Japan. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I would think that he's donating a total of 60,000 gloves, but maybe each elementary school is getting 60,000 gloves. I doubt it. Feels like that would be a lot to each school. 60,000 total gloves. To every elementary school in Japan. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. That is very, very cool. Very, very cool by that by that uh, by that gentleman. Now he's probably this is probably also a little oh, don't, bit of don't marketing. Crap, don't crap on it. There's no reason to take not, a dump on this. It's not taking a dump on it. it it's is. smart. It's smart to do a little positive PR right as you hit free agency. Does he need the extra PR? Shohei Otani, <laughs> the modern day Babe Ruth, needs a little extra pub? Maybe just a tad? So, you know, he's not getting puns from Scott Boris, so the, he gets his pub a little, uh, little different. This way. may surprise you. Some people do things just out of the goodness of their own hearts because they want to give back. They don't need to, you know, do it for for reasons, for you know, ul- ulterior motives, as it were. Uh, but yeah, he says 
uh, on his Instagram post, I'll be looking forward to sharing the field one day with someone that grew up using this glove. Really, really badass move by Shohei Otani. Very badass move. It's expensive, man. Baseball, baseball gloves are expensive, and baseball gear is expensive. It's an expensive sport to play. Very expensive sport to now, play. Now, he, he would have a market with all 30 teams. Not all 30 teams are going to make an offer because they know what we can afford is simply not even close to what he's going to get from someone else. He, but he remains so fascinating. There wouldn't be a team get. in baseball that wouldn't gladly accept his services for next season. <laughs> 100%. DH, you know, DH only, whatever it may be. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance he signs a short-term deal? Maybe even like a one-year deal. No. In order to get back to pitching before he signs the long-term deal. I don't I don't think so. He doesn't need to. I don't think he needs to. I do feel like that it's it's a it's a I, you know the 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 term risk gets thrown around a lot and there is a risk with every single player that you sign long term. Every player has its own his own uh, risks. Shohei's, you know what man, like it goes so far beyond actual input on the field, production on the field. It, let's say he never gets back to Ben pitching as well. You're going to feel a little bit um you're going to feel a little bit bummed that you signed him to such a, a, a massive contract, right? Even if he's DHing for you, um, if he never gets back to starting every five, six days, whatever, are you going to feel bummed? Or is I the, feel like you have to if you sign Shohei Otani, you get whatever the deal is, you have to be happy with just getting the hitter and understand. I'm willing to pay this for Shohei Otani, the hitter, and he may not get that premium for pitching. It's still going to be a massive contract massive. if it was just for hitting. But if I'm Otani, I'm probably okay with that. Remember, while he's made a, a good chunk of change here, he hasn't really no. he hasn't really made anywhere near what someone of his age and skill level could have made coming up, you know, through the United States, through the draft, and would have hit free agency once already. Oh man. He hasn't. He came over in the in the bidding process. His team got a lot of that money, the posting fee. He got a contract, but it wasn't a massive one from the Angels. Gotten some, you know, some raises over the years, and he's made some money. But this is going to be the one that sets him for life. Yeah, I don't think you can risk signing the one year deal and something happening, and then you never get the big deal after that. So my thinking is, if you're Otani, you you still have high expectations, but you don't. You don't shoot for the moon and sell yourself as the greatest pitcher batter combination in history. You just say, "Hey, you're getting you're getting one of the best DHs in the league, and there's a good chance that in a year or year and a half, you're also getting one of the top pitchers in the league." But we're not gonna we're not gonna sell ourselves on that. We're just gonna we're gonna take the contract we're gonna get, you know, based on your hitting skills at this point. I'm so. I'm just riveted uh, by the whole process with him. I can't really get enough of it. I thought I would get tired head, and I may. I may. Get, I'm more tired of the proposed Juan Soto deals that I'm seeing than I am of where is Shohei going and for how much. I hope I'm not disappointed in the end because my my gut tells me <clears throat> that the Los Angeles Dodgers have made a billion. Non-moves and some moves to be ready to go out and attack and get him 
um, for their squad, Ben. And look, he's a fit anywhere he goes. <laughs> so it's not like he, it's not like he's not a fit for the LA Dodgers. He absolutely is. He's a fit anywhere he goes. Is there a team that he's not a fit? There's on? Just he's just perfect for every team. Every team can use him. They did not bring back JD Martinez. Um, who was their DH last year. So I think he's going to be out there. All the signs point to Friedman saying, okay, what do you want? And and bringing him in. Now, will it work? I have no idea. But I think it's a, a risk that if you're the Dodgers, you can certainly absorb and you can certainly uh, you know hang your hat on if you go get him. I think if you're Otani, though, you're going to get huge offers from other teams as well. Is the Dodgers, is that the place you want to be? Or is San Francisco more appealing? I've got to Chicago. imagine. I've got to imagine San Francisco would hold some appeal for Otani. Huge Asian community up there. Um, Not like you know. LA doesn't have no, that it's either. No, it's true. And he's comfortable. He's been in the LA area essentially with the Angels already. Seattle. Seattle yeah. makes some sense as well. San Diego would have made a lot of sense if the Padres were still financially, you know, in the in the market for Otani. It doesn't look like they're going to be, but you know, there's a lot of West Coast teams that that would make sense. I mean, even Arizona at this point, coming off the World Series, can't be totally dismissed from the possibility of going after Shohei Otani. That no. just made me not. I'm not saying you're wrong, but that thought just made me doesn't feel right. Right, it just doesn't feel right. Uh, I, you know, listen. I mean, we, baseball players love Arizona. They do. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it, relatively inexpensive, and uh, yeah, I mean, depending on what his interests are, you know, where he wants to be. But will, would it surprise you if he ended up on the East Coast? We always hear, right? We Garrett Cole is no, he's staying and he wants to be in California. I mean, they threw a buttload of money at him, and he's a New York Yankee, and and it happens all the time. Guys end up on the East Coast. Um, you know, Bryce Harper was another one. Oh, he's he's a Vegas guy. He's going to want to be close. I would be surprised. Would you? At least a little bit, because I think he's going to get the kind of offers he wants on the, on West, the West Coast. Coast. So he's not really going now. Yeah, if if an East Coast team offered you know a hundred million more than anyone else, then of course he's going. There's a good chance he'd end up on the East Coast, but. I don't see the West Coast teams that are going to be in this sweepstakes cheaping out and just not even coming close to matching what the Yankees or uh, another East Coast team would give him. So I think he's going to be able to pick based on circumstances a little bit more than some players. You know, a lot of players, they get one or two offers and, all right, it's uh, you know it's Tampa Bay or it's Baltimore, and i got to pick one of those two. And it's not like lifestyle. It's where am I going? He's actually going to be able to say, all right, I've got huge offers here, 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 and here. Now what are the other pros and cons? The lifestyle, you know, choices that are, you know, make this place more attractive to me. Competitiveness, city, uh, you know, family, whatever equations that go into it. He's going to actually be able to to take those factors into consideration. Uh, Pumpkin King 1224 tweets, if Soto doesn't work out long term and we decide to trade him, do you think they pivot to Otani? You know, I... I, I don't think so. I would say no. I would say no. I've been surprised many, many times by this uh, regime here, and and I guess you hate to say nothing would surprise you, but it's weird because I, I see so many fits for Shohei Otani, and and I look at it here and I go, I I don't know why I don't see a fit here. Certainly, he's could slot right into the lineup, right? But but I I just it's the the financials. The financials are what gets me. I have a fear 
just resting in my body that says we would break Shohei Otani somehow. Sure. Yeah, he it, it's the it's the 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 conditioning over the year like he sure. now he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like that's and I don't know that it's that illogical either. It also comes down to if I had to choose between Juan Soto and Shohei Otani for a, a mega, you know, 10 plus year contract, I want Soto. I feel like I want Soto too, but you're talking about I mean, you're cuz you're talking about 500 million dollars for for Shohei Otani, right? 500 million. Probably going to be close to the same for Soto. I will say this about the Padres, and I don't disagree with either of you. Circumstances have changed a bit. But when the 2018 offseason rolled around, were the Padres thought of as big players for Eric Hosmer? No. When the Manny Machado offseason rolled around, were no. they were they thought right. about? Not he, really. He was a White Sox or a Yankee. Yeah. That's it. When the last offseason rolled around, did we think the Padres are going to make offers for Trey Turner, Aaron Judge, <laughs> and then land Xander Bogarts? No. No. So the fact that... Are you giving people hope right no, now I'm about Shohei Otani? I'm just saying you can't, you can't look at the lack of smoke and go, well, the Padres are clearly out because no one's talking about the Padres. They weren't talking about the Padres with any of those other moves. In fact... They were pretty much dismissed as a non-factor every time they landed one of those players. So I will, yes, I will at least keep my mind open to the possibility of something unexpected happening this offseason. With A.J. Preller at the helm and you know Peter Seidler still in charge, he hasn't been afraid to be a bit of a, a maverick, even... If it means like you know arguing with baseball about debt service limits and stuff, it's, it's my team. I want I want this player, and we're going to sign him. So what are you going to do to me? How dare you take giving, my team now away? You're giving me hope for Shohei Otani and Juan Soto. Bring them all. I mean, well, there was a time like I remember when the Manny thing happened, and there were some. I think there was some real interest in the Padres of also bringing in Bryce Harper at the same time. That was a real conversation that we had at the time, and I think there was enough smoke around it to say, "Yeah, that's a, a that could potentially happen." I don't know what's happened to me, but I have gone. I'm now maybe I'm turning into more Colonel Budget. I, the, all the news in the off season has just domed me out about. You know what the the future of this team looks like, and it's just got me spun. I'm seeing the the, the conversation in our chat, so I want to open the phone lines as well because we can take some calls in our next segment. But if the money was there for one more mega contract, do you make it a, a Soto extension, or do you sign Shohei Otani? Is is that a, is that even a debate for some Padres fans? Because I see Otani over Soto there in the chat. I see Soto over Otani. What's the argument for and against both of those players? If you could sign one of them to the Padres long term, which one do you pick? We've talked about it ourselves. I want to know what the tier ones have to say. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Give us a call and why and why. Well, yeah, absolutely, and why. We'll give our thoughts again, and we'll take some calls when we come back with Ben Woods, 833-288-0973. Back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right, taking your calls here, 833-288-0973. We are may- officially in peak off season, by maybe the way. The Padres <laughs> so don't, maybe the Padres don't want this conversation out there. Like, don't get people's hopes up. We're not going to have the money to sign either one of them. So you're putting expectations way too high. Or maybe they're like, yeah, I like that they, people think that that could still be a possibility for the San Diego Padres. We're disruptors in the market, and we want to be talked about like disruptors in the market But I think there's at least an intellectual question about which one would be the more valuable commodity for the San Diego Padres going forward. I think value is probably going to tip the scales in favor of a Shohei Otani, right? If you're looking at more than just an elite player on the field, they both are that. But the value that Shohei Otani brings is far beyond that. Juan Soto is undoubtedly a superstar. Mm-hmm. Padres have superstars they in do. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado. Juan Soto is a similar kind of superstar to those players in my mind. Shohei Otani is a different level of superstar. Global superstar that is kind of a game changer when it comes to marketing your team and those off-the-field opportunities, bringing in new sponsors, I don't think the I don't think Juan Soto signing changes the sponsorship game at Petco Park. Signing Shohei Otani, all of a sudden you have an entire Asian market of sponsors coming in for your team. Even more so. I mean, you Darvish, they've already opened that door a little bit with you Darvish, just blows it wide open with Shohei Otani on your team. You are Asia's team now with Darvish and Otani at the same time. Like 80, 80 to 90% of that continent will be cheering for the San Diego Padres. Yep. And he, you know, listen, it's, it's pretty widely known he will return to pitching. You know, he, he's going to do that. He is not just going to be a DH for the rest of his career. The one thing I will say is he's 29 years old. Um, Juan Soto is 24 years old. So that, that sways it a little bit for me. I, I saw in the chat, well, Juan Soto barely plays defense. And well, Shohei Otani plays zero defense. So I, I, you know the the pitching 
I hate that you doubt this guy, right? That you even would doubt, can he do it? I remember when he came up, I mean, there were articles written like, this guy's not going to cut it. He's just not that guy. Uh, he's batting 120 in spring training, and there's just no way. He looks lost. I'd say he adjusted pretty well. Probably going to win the MVP again this year. Um, yeah, so I, I, you really you really can't go wrong. Where you can go wrong is if you wind up with neither of them. Now, you already have one here, so that should make it a little easier. I think he'll be less expensive than Shohei Otani in Juan Soto. Um, he, is, he has won a ring. He's done it in the World Series. He can do it. The The... Pressure, I guess, that he probably felt. <laughs> Imagine turning down $440 million. If that number is accurate, and, and I, I believe that it is from the Washington Nationals, if that number is accurate, and now you're expected to produce to that level again, sure, there's going to be pressure involved. I wonder what Juan Soto would look like in a contract year. Hopefully we get to see that next year. Or what Juan Soto will look like knowing he's set for the rest of his life, as is his entire family for generations to come. What does that look like? Do you, does anyone think he's going to take his foot off the gas? I don't. He's not one of those guys I worry about. The dude puts in elite at bat after elite at bat. Now, is he is he hit four hundred? He doesn't. He doesn't. But he has the Nobody best. Does. He has the best eye in the game. He swings at less balls than anyone in the game. Is it maddening sometimes to watch? Sure, sure it is. It's it, it, you're like do damage, bro. You have damage in that bat of yours. Do it. A walk. Especially with the way the team's going, we need you to hit. We need you to hit for power. I think he knows that. So I think he did the second half of the season. He did. He, he absolutely he, he changed things a little he bit. He did, up. and he has that ability. Not not everybody can do that. All right, let's go out to the phones. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We got Carlos with us here on Ben and Woods. Good morning, Carlos. Hey, good morning. Uh, I would go totally for Otani. Otani. Uh, I like Soto now, but I like Soto, but there's too many too many stallions in the. In the so you don't? So, do you not think Otani would then be one of those one of those stallions? Oh, of course it would be one of those stallions, but not a uh, selfish stallion. Okay, do you think Soto is? There's, there's, yeah, Soto is a little bit more. If you, I, I see his uh, the way he approaches the field and the fans. He's a little bit more hockey. So I get that vibe of uh, I play for myself, not for the team. I saw that in the, in the chat too. I saw. Yeah, I mean, Juan Soto's a little cocky, and is Manny Machado is a little cocky, Fernando. and Fernando Tatis Jr. is a little cocky. Bryce Harper. Yeah, I think a lot of. I mean, you I have mean, to. You have to. And I maybe Shohei Otani has a little less of that. Here's the thing: I don't know that that makes you win or lose any more games. Cockiness is fine. Now, arrogance, like Eric Hosmer, got to the level of arrogance, 100%. and I think it did hurt the team at some point. I don't feel like. Manny or Soto or Tatis is is at that level. Like, hey, I'm perfect. There's nothing I ever need to do. They're confident in their ability. They're cocky for sure. I, I think if you're not, I mean, I've, I've seen players who are unconfident in themselves. It's not a not a pretty picture. When you lose the confidence in what you're doing, that's the worst thing that can happen to a baseball player. So you want at least a, at least some level of cockiness Dude, out of your every stars. Every single person that has ever put on a major league uniform is cocky. You have to be. You can't get to that level. Fear and arrogance, baby. That's it. Now, if you want to Smartest. split hairs and decide what's cocky and what's swag and, and confidence, we can have that conversation, I suppose. But to get to that level, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, like your entire life, 
Anytime you walked into a gym or onto a field, you were the best player on that field. Yeah, I've never had that feeling. Do you think <laughs> that... You've never, never so on the, the baseball field, do never. You, do you think that the market for Shohei Otani would impact a potential Juan Soto trade? Because the Padres are in a different situation. For all the other 29 teams, if you want to sign Shohei Otani, it just takes it takes money and convincing him to come. If you want to sign Juan Soto, especially if you want to do it this offseason, it's going to take a giant package of prospects and players to the San Diego Padres and then almost as much money as you're giving up for Shohei Otani. Sure. So in that sense, for the other 29 teams, I would imagine Otani is a little bit more... Well, we don't have to worry about trading for him. We get him right away. We don't have to wait another year for him if we're going to do that. We yeah. get him now for money and nothing nothing other than money right now. We're paying front end here uh, for the potential of back on the mound every six days or whatever his schedule is going to be. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's also why the Padres have the advantage on Juan Soto. They don't have to give up anything this year to get Juan Soto. Money. Now, yeah, the arbitration have, money. That's they'd it. still have to give up money to, to sign him to a long-term extension. But they have that extra year to talk to him, to negotiate exclusively. Even if tampering is wide, widespread, they still have that exclusive year to talk to him. There is value in that. To me, that's one of the reasons why Juan Soto is a better bet for the Padres. Throw in his age is a huge factor as well. Um, and to me, Juan Soto would be your choice. To, if you're going all in with one of those two guys, I, I still think it's Juan Soto, not Shohei Otani. Yeah, I just feel like it's a better fit here. But I, you know, I saw in the chat, like I saw, I, I feel like the other guys in the team. I think Soto's ego's too big, and and again, I mean, sure, yeah, you, you hear things, and and I don't think it's so bad that that they would want him gone. I feel like I feel like if you're Fernando Tatis Jr. or Xander Bogarts or Manny Machado, if you really ask yourself, hey. Are we are we a better team with Juan Soto, Soto on it? I think you'd be nuts to say that you're not, right? No, no. We could definitely use a couple of young, low-level pitchers to, that hopefully make it. I, I think that'd be moronic to say. Um, this is an interesting little note I saw on ESPN, is a position change in Otani's future. So he's going to serve as the DH in 2024. We'll look to pitch, um, return to a two-way player in 2025. But could the outfield be in his future? Played 64 games uh, in uh, as an outfielder during his time in Japan, that does a little something for me if I go, yeah, maybe the pitching doesn't work out, but he's a, a first baseman or a corner outfielder. Still I, I a lot mean, of no. Yeah, if if the pitching doesn't work out, you consider putting him back in the field at that point. Yeah. But you don't put him in the – if he's going to pitch every sixth day or so and he's going to DH you know, four or five times a week as well – you're not putting him in the field those days. No, you, no, you, no, you no. All, it's if the pitching. It's only if the work. pitching That's doesn't it. work. And this year, you're not putting him out there because he can't throw. Yep. So he's only a DH this year. So he will have gone now. What will it be three years since he's played in the field? That would be quite the adjustment. I, I, if you totally take pitching off the table, sure, you can discuss putting him back out into the field. If you had another DH option and thought eh, Otani is probably a better option, but I. I'm not planning around a return to the field for Shohei. No, no, no. It's only if if pitching doesn't work out. The ten teams uh, in most hot pursuit of Otani, according to ESPN, the Mets, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs, the Angels, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Rangers, the Blue Jays. Not mentioned. The San Diego nope. Padres. Padres. Yeah, not no. the Padres. Nope. Not even mentioned. Not mentioned. It's fine. Okay. Surprised you surprised you before, like Ben said. All right. If you want to keep uh, giving us a call, 833-288-0973. We also have our Throwback Thursday audio coming oh up next. Oh, my God.
gets me every time, man. Every single year when we play it, it makes it's me nervous. It's not my favorite. I, will I say bet that. it's not, it's not your favorite. It's not my favorite it be my moment favorite to read. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a Lord. But I, I will... Hall of Shame moment. I will acquiesce here because it's the anniversary and that's what we do. So play that audio for you when we come back with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. The roses are in bloom, but in a strange way, I know somehow we're doomed. Look around through the town, not a soul to be found, in silence, not a sound, there's no one This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So do we decide? Can we move on or no? What? From Soto and Otani? Yeah. No. We're okay. just going to be discussing hours this for days. Until they sign somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, this continues to be a conversation. I don't want to. No, I mean, I don't think Shoei Otani is signing anytime soon. No. My guess is, what? what's your over-under for, like, date that Shohei Otani signs? January 15th. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Pre or post. You take the over, the under, January that's 15th. That's tough. I was definitely, I thought it would be before spring training. He's not going to be like going into that last few days like I, Manny was. I can't imagine. I think it'll happen before then, but it's not happening at the winter meetings next month. Right. You know, maybe over the holidays. How like, about a Christmas deal? Yeah, maybe late. I'll go before. Just, okay, do the pre, but, do the pre. But it's a good. That's a good over under. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning pre January fifteenth as well. Um, man, what an interesting. Uh, what an interesting scene. It was January twenty second right. or something. 
Yeah, it's going to be a couple weeks before spring training. Could be really, really interesting. I, I, it's just a weird position to be in as a Padre fan when you look at your roster and you have so many needs. You have so many needs, and you think to yourself, "Why would we even?" Does it feel like it would be just a colossal waste of Cruz time to even go after him? Right? Like, isn't that ultimately with all the needs you have on the team? The unsure he AJ knows what the payroll is going to be. We don't. But we have our guesses, and we've read our articles and done our homework. Do you feel like it's a – I don't think it was a colossal waste of time before when he went for him and, and learned Japanese and did his presentation. I don't think that was a waste of time at all. I do feel like now it probably is. I don't feel like I'm worried about AJ's time. The one thing AJ seems to create more of than anyone else is time since he's, you know – working at all hours, and he, he has the time to make more plans than anybody else. So if he wants to do his due diligence on Shohei Otani... That's all it is, though, is due diligence. I, I don't know I that he's wrecking all of his chances at other players at the same time. So I don't mind if he if he looks into it. I wonder... I mean, we Ron Fowler told us this years ago, and I, I get that he's no longer the owner, but I feel like the philosophy has remained the same. Remember when he said... We want to under-promise and over-deliver for the San Diego Padres fans. Has some of the talk, the leaks, the the payroll discussions this offseason been, you know, to basically under-promise, you know, keep everyone's expectations low so they can once again pleasantly surprise us, even if the payroll goes down. If it only goes down to 230 instead of 200, everyone's going to say, Ooh, that's more. they spent 30 more. million more. Are they setting like a floor expectation so they know that what does eventually happen will end up looking a little bit better? I, I No, I think no. You think it's a real? I think it's that's, a real. That's real. Yeah. The two hundred million is kind of a major league baseball mandated. Yeah, I mean, we talked to Jesse Rogers about it the other day. Not that Jesse's the foremost authority on on it, but he's pretty dialed in in the baseball world. And he's like, yeah, and and, and in fact, I think you guys are going to probably end up having to trade Juan Soto uh, before the season starts. Um, yeah, I mean, which would be that's it's a tough one to stomach. Uh, certainly, you're gonna we're gonna have to do some. They're gonna do some major sell jobs on the guys they've got coming up. The guys that you got back, and I mean, we'll have to take our medicine uh, as a fan base, and it sucks. It sucks to think about him going to play somewhere else, and um, you know, then not being in the mix for a, a guy like Otani. You you want to be a player? We've been really, we've kind of gotten spoiled in being players the last few years, and uh, you just don't you don't have that that feeling that you're going to be a player uh, for for huge huge names this offseason. Now, if that is true, I also wonder, you know, how much of that is Peter Seidler and his fellow owners and wanting to make sure the in-house finances are in order, and how much of it is Major League Baseball, who has been very outspoken from Rob Manfred to other owners uh, you know, in they Colorado like and beyond, did. who have been trying to put some reins on the San Diego Padres for years, and now they finally have this debt service rule where they can kind of club the Padres over the head and say, you are in violation of our rules when it comes to debt versus payroll. You must Reduce the payroll. What's the threat? What's the punishment if the Padres don't? If Peter Seidler says, yeah, I'd, I'll be more responsible, but we're not going down to $200 million. We want to keep Juan Soto, and to do that, we got to be at 225 230 I mean, what, what does Major League Baseball do? Take the Padres away from Peter Seidler? 
fine him, you know, make him pay more money. What what's the punishment? I don't even know that there is anything prescribed in baseball's rules when it comes to they have this rule, but there's no there's no like, oh, you lose a draft pick or there's any tax like, or uh, something. Yeah, there's no punishment that's actually listed in their rules because they said many teams are out of compliance with the debt service rules at any one given time. Much like many teams take out loans and right. it was became national so news. So the Padres just like thumb thumb their, you know, finger at at Rob Manfred and goes, "What are you going to do about it? We're going to spend a little more than you want us to spend again. Yeah, what what are you going to do about it? We want to keep Juan Soto and I'm the owner of this team. It's my money and I want him on our team." I still think that that is absolutely in play this offseason for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, I don't want to get my hopes up for that at all. Do you think uh, a lot of this in the chat, sh- signing Shohei Otani, quote, pays for itself? He pay- pays for himself. Is that is that a true fact? No. I, I don't... <sighs> it offsets some of the cost of Shohei Otani. Correct. But you can't sell... I mean, <laughs> there's only so many you tickets. You can't sell, sell more tickets at Petco Park. Yeah, you see, there's a few you could, but... Pretty much, you have hit the upper end of how many tickets you can sell. Sponsorships, though, like you the, said. Even the price point of the tickets. They, there's only so high Padres fans can go. You know, I mean, you're still limited. As badly as you want to go to the Padres game, I'll pay anything to go to a game. Your income at some point says, I would love to buy season tickets, but at $28,000 per ticket, I can't do it. So, <laughs> you know, there's only so much you can sell in terms of tickets. In terms of sponsorship, you can definitely make it go up with Shohei Otani. But the Padres are already kind of nearing their revenue, I think, maximums already. Our uniforms are going to be covered in patches. We're going to look like NASCAR <laughs> jackets at some point in the next 10 years. And again, what are we going to do about it? Nothing. Just have to just wear it. I like our patch, our Motorola yeah, I mean, patch. Yeah, I don't mind. Merchandising in Japan. And yeah, all those things would help. But again, we'll be talking about, you know, a $600 million contract. That is a lot of jerseys. It's a lot of jerseys to sell in Japan. That's, you know, you don't make, I, I know a jersey may cost $132. It's not pure profit. I mean, you know, the, the league gets some of that. The, the company that makes the jersey gets some of that. It doesn't simply go into the pockets of Peter Seidler. Oh, 132 jersey, $132 into Peter Seidler's pocket. It, well, we have a merch store. We make like a nickel yeah, on, our, exactly. on our merch. Exactly. <laughs> like, That's if you buy a, what, a 20, what's the Ben and Woods t-shirt? Go buy a shirt today. Right now. T-shirt's like. 20, 25 bucks? 25 yeah, bucks. Sure. We make literally a dollar. Dollar? Two dollars? Yeah. <laughs> that. Rolling in it. Which we put back into the show. Exactly. So go to our merch store and buy We're a We're not getting shirt. rich off the merch. We make it available because we think it's cool and some people want it. But, yeah, we're not getting rich off the merch. Get a coffee mug as well. Please. It's the holiday season. It's good promotion for it's, us it, if you're wearing we, it. We have no other marketing. It's you guys are, to wear it. You we are get, our marketing. Yeah, Matt, Matt Strom, Strom yeah. to wear it. You know, it's good marketing, but yep. we're not making any real money off of that. Nope. All right, let's uh, check traffic. When we come back, it's a throwback Thursday. Oh, boy. <laughs> the time Ben just couldn't get out of his own way with a big-time ESPN it's guest. so yeah. cringe. So we go back to November this week, 2019. We were talking with NFL Insider. ESPN NFL insider, Sal Palantonio. Sal yeah. Pal. Sal Pal. If, if you're a fan of this show, you know what's coming, and it will terrify <laughs> you as it terrifies us. We 
talked to Sal often. We I mean, too. at our old station. My God, we probably had him on twice a week because we were told mandated five football guests an hour. <laughs> right. Uh, so we we had a good relationship with Sal, and we moved over here to ninety seven three the fan. It's football season. We had Sal on. Now Sal Palantonio, he's the like NFC East guy for Sports Center for like Eagles he's coverage. A, he's the Eagles guy. Eagles guy. He is a big Eagles guy. This was the year, I think, right after they won the Super Bowl. Yep. Nick Foles. You're going to hear some Nick Foles references, but it's <laughs> it's wrecking ball Ben Higgins over here yeah, at his finest. So here's the first clip. We're mid conversation with Sal Pal. <sighs> Where do you go? <laughs> oh, oops, sorry. That's the first, second one. First one. Here we go. I mean, those are the three quarterbacks I want. Well, well that, of course, I, that I Super Bowl interception obviously was was God. huge. Oh, the, of course, the of one course last I night didn't one end up costing quarter. him. I'm just going to stop it there. What's wrong with you? What is wrong? Just yeah, let the okay, man talk. Can I, active can, listening. Get, active. Can I say that? <laughs> in my in my defense. I like when interviews can turn into organic conversations, and it's not always simply the back and forth of question, answer, question, answer. The best interviews are when you really are getting into it with someone and talking with them and, and having Over a real them. dialogue. Cutting them all. I, I understand this one went. That oh, Super Bowl interception obviously was, was huge. Oh, the, of course. The of one course last night didn't end up costing him. That's riveting radio. There's one other quarterback that I want, and that's. Nikki five fingers folds. You know that. <laughs> of course you do. Let's uh, let's talk about the NFC East a little bit. Let's talk about the that NFC East a little South. bit. Touchdown, baby's back this week, week eleven. Come on, let's talk about Nikki touchdown back. Come kill on me, now. Kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. I can't. Now you blame me entirely, but part of this is also on Sal Pal, just jumping in with the most maniacal laugh <laughs> the NFC East a little bit. Seven seconds after making his own joke. Right, There's one guy I want, Nikki five, five fingers, fingers full. So we laughed. We laughed, and then he didn't say anything, and I started talking again, and then he jumps in with a maniacal laugh, like, like a, seven seconds like later. A serial killer. Would. After the fact, I my thought was he thought you were like courtesy laughing, maybe or like, making, like fun making fun of his of pick. It. Yeah. Nikki, five fingers fold. You know that. <laughs> of course you do. Let's uh, let's talk about the NFC East a little bit. Let's talk about the God. NFC East a little Nikki bit. Touchdown, baby. He's back this week, week 11. Come on, let's talk about Nikki touchdown back. Come on now. Oh, oh. Now I'm starting to get a little worried about so what's going I, on here. My pits just started <laughs> I'm sweating. dripping sweat. So the interview continues. It go, it's a lot more of that. It's a lot more of talking over each other. It's it's going nowhere. We also had Sal on this week because he had just announced like a three year contract extension at ESPN. So it was like a congratulatory segment. <laughs> yeah. And this is uh how the conversation ended by him hanging up on us. And it, you know, Woodsy's like, I don't, what are we doing here? Because it was just silence. It was awkward. We didn't know where to go. Uh, where do you go? <laughs> I don't know where to go. Sal, congratulations on the, <laughs> on new, the deal. new deal. Again, hey, thanks for having happy, me on your show. Happy this Veterans Day. This is amazing. This is a lot of fun. We'll have to do it again oh soon God. when I'm, I'm a Stop. competent host. I can't. I can't. Thanks, <laughs> Sal. Bye. You're the best. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> what the? I almost <laughs> dropped it, dude. I was oh this is he mad? He's not mad. I don't think is he's he? mad. No, he's, he's mad. a star. He just hung up on us. He's a huge star. Yeah, he hung up before I could even uh, put him on back on hold. Oh. <laughs> was I ever disrespectful to Sal Pal? I was not. I was in, trying to be engaging with Sal Pal Antonio. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Ben. Interrupting ha, Ben. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs>
My, I'm it was awkward. I understand it was awkward. But it, I don't feel like I did anything. All right. You asked him that clip. Was he mad? Well, he hung up on he us. He hung up. And the the tone in his voice. Ben, ben hit him with a happy Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> the tone in his voice was, hey, Is he a veteran? thanks for having me. Is he a veteran? I don't know this. This is a We'll have to do it again soon when I'm I'm a competent host. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Bye. You're the best. Bye. Dude, that's it. All right. So listen, I was the sports radio newbie, right? Five years we've been doing this together. Really, my first time at doing sports. I've taken a lot of advice from you over the years. Yeah. Hmm. Here's mine. He was a veteran, by the way. Served okay, in the U- U.S. Navy. Happy Veterans yeah. Day to Sal Pal and the rest of the veterans out there. Here's my advice. Next time it goes off the rails like that, just let it breathe. Just let it breathe. Don't try to continue to grind I, forward. You're down. By, you're down. Your forward momentum has already got you down. You don't need to continue to grind been, for that extra year. I've been working on it for many years now. Oh, man. I have always been made, uh, very uncomfortable with silences on the radio. There's a term we have for that in radio. It's called dead air. Dead and air. usually it's something you're trying to avoid on that, the radio. That being said, there's another term for it. It's also a powerful tool. It's called a pregnant pause. I get it. I get it. I don't know where to go. Sal, congratulations on the new <laughs> on the deal. deal. Again, hey, thanks for having happy, me on your show. Happy Veterans Day. It's been a lot of fun. This is a lot of We'll have to do it again soon when I'm I'm a competent host. I can't. Thanks, Sal. Bye. You're the best. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sal. What the? That's close. I was trying to be self-deprecating. I got. I realized I handled it poorly. And yes, there is a difference between dead air and a pregnant pause. <laughs> Dude, so Yeti goes. I mean, you did kind of interrupt him a lot. But it just when it starts yeah. to build, yeah. you're like, I'm committed. Now I'm committed. Yeah. Now it's my show, and now I'm going. And he's to... talking louder on the phone. You're talking louder into the mic. It's there was just... our my old uh, host oh. when I started in radio. You know what he would do? And he had the controls. He would just pull the person down. He would just pull the like, pull it down and continue to talk, and then crank, crank well, it up. Paulie could have pulled me down at any point. <laughs> yeah. This will be the new. So. Just give me the, uh, and I'll kill Ben's just mic. So good. Rob it says, "Has Sal so... Pal?" See, I can do it. Oh, he's did it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Sal Pal has not come on. Uh, he did leave us now, a, a nice voice. Yes, I, I found that. So. A couple years later, oh, my heart. I don't know if it was our third year anniversary, fourth anniversary or something, but I reached out to a bunch of Ben and Woods guests and asked if they would just call in, leave a voicemail congratulating the show on another year. It's a good bit. And without telling you guys, I reached out to Sal Palantoni for the first time since that incident. We haven't had him on the show since, but he did leave a voicemail. I don't know if he forgot or if he just... You know, said, let's let bygones be bygones. Hey, guys, it's Sal Pal, your special Philly correspondent, wishing the Ben and Wood show a happy second anniversary. Sweet angel. Hope everybody stays safe out there in San Diego. Great show. Miss you guys. Can't wait for football. Oh, man. Doesn't (laughs) sound like he's that mad at us. We should get him back on. (laughs) My Eagles, Phil. I think I'm fine. They're good this year. They got the best record in football. Got uh, breaking Padres news. Okay. Next, you see that? No, but uh, you've teased me back for the you, final hour. Are you titillated? I am. Right. I'm ready for it. Coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Pause. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 